Welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Jill. I'm Nikki. And I'm Shaysel. Um, So welcome to this episode. <laughs> how, uh, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. Um, how are you guys doing this week? Um, Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I'm doing okay. I kind of had this past weekend, I had like a little quarter life crisis. Cause I'm turning 25 in a couple weeks and I was like, and now that I'm not in grad school, I was like, oh, like, should I start applying to zoos and shit? But I'm like, I just want to like literally keep popping my pussy on the internet. I'm having fun <laughs> doing that. But it's of course like <clears throat> societal standards is like, that's not a real job. And even though I know it's a real job and I work really hard, it's hard not to like be influenced. So I was like, yeah, oh my God, am I wasting my time? Am I a complete failure? And is my life going nowhere? So we had that little, just a little moment, um, but talked about it in therapy. I'm feeling better. So nice. now I'm good because I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm chilling. Um, but I'm about to get reamed by taxes. So oh. I'm chilling. That, now I'm chilling even less. <laughs> but it will be okay. Yeah. It's just money. How about you, Shaysel? Um, Well, I definitely experienced that quarter-life crisis recently um when i was editing last week's episode <laughs> i heard myself saying like nothing matters <laughs> and I'm like, yep. Yep. yep i mean i'm still kind of in that headspace but a little more like oh things do matter and they're hurting right now <laughs> so <laughs> so this week has been interesting but today has been like a pretty good day um like today i got up i went to bed like relatively early last night I got up at like 6.30 today. Holy um, shit. Yeah. And I went because I, I needed to edit our podcast in the morning before going to the museum with Allie. So I went to Orange Theory at 7.15. And then I was so efficient this morning. And I was like, damn, like I love the night so much. And that's why I, for so much of my life spent like it living at night, I guess, <laughs> and staying up super late. But I feel so much better when I wake up early and when I go to bed early. But I Dude, hate that. I- I've been experiencing that lately too. Like I like, I prefer to be awake at night, but once it like gets dark out, things feel less like my brain's like, oh, you can't be as productive now. Like there's no sun. And so like during the day I'm like busting my balls and then like, but I don't wake up early because I stay up late for work. So I, yeah, I'm kind of struggling with that too. Yeah. So when you wake up late. And you have such a short amount of time. It's like you're just getting used to the day and then it's like starts to be the evening. Yeah, exactly. And oh my God. Well, like in the winter, the sun sets so early. When we were in the UK, it was like 9 p.m. and the sun was still up. There's like certain times in the UK where it's like we were like shitting our pants. I was like, how's the sun still up? Like what is happening? And they were like, this doesn't happen for you. I was like, no, bitches. This is 9 p.m. is nighttime. Why is the sun still up? Dude, <laughs> in France, it was like I was trying to go to bed and I couldn't because there was sun coming under the window at 11.30 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I right? I was like, like, what? Like, I know time is like a construct, like a human construct, but also like the sun should know the rules. Like, right. <laughs> it's, exactly. it's bedtime. Yeah, for <laughs> real. <laughs> Put that bitch to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you, Jilly? Um I I feel like I've been in between feeling like really sad and also just like fine. I'm sorry. I, kinda- <laughs> I I know that yeah, I really relate to that and I'm sorry. It's a very distinct yeah. state to be in. It almost sucks more than being sad because the moments where you're fine, you're like, oh, okay, I'm not sad anymore. Yay. And then it like hits you an hour later. Yeah. God damn it. I thought I was done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just having a constant like crisis about my body and gaining weight. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that, um, especially because of the pandemic. So yeah, it's literally it's like it's like we had like to that. two years long of like winter weight. Yeah, unquote, which like no, obviously like yeah. that's just like another way to like be fat phobic by society's like right. winter weight. But it really is like you just cannot be as like active in like your day to day. Yeah, it's like fucking cold, and we just like couldn't be active. So it's like it was like yeah. Also, so. I was thinking about it like. Well, when we were younger, like, for the most part, 
we had smaller bodies. And then when we got to college, there was so much walking around. Like, I know. Yeah, constantly. And we don't have that anymore. Like, even, I mean, I guess, I guess I've only lived in Chicago since the pandemic. So I guess I don't know what life would be like without that. But I was going to say, like, earlier in the pandemic, um, even in the summer when I'd go out and do things more, like, as in, like, working out or, like, going for walks or some shit, it still was, like, I spent most of my day sedentary when I'm home. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So, it's hard not to. Right. Like, well, what else am I going to do? Like, <laughs> run around. Yeah, literally run around my house. Like, what the Running, fuck? Yeah, jog in place. <laughs> Just do a plank. <laughs> plank? No, that's not Guys, moving. let's bring planks back. Planking? Planking, yeah, let's Owling. bring it back. <laughs> I feel right, like that's, well, that's kind of on topic for, say, like <laughs> for our episode. Yeah, I feel like planking is, was Actually, the same age as this and like the kanye glasses that were like oh, the, the shutter like, shades, the shutter yeah, shades. The shutter shades <laughs> and uh black eyed peas that's yeah, the era we're yeah. going that's where we're going back to yes yeah i feel like it's even it's a little earlier even it's True. right like slightly earlier yeah well so okay yes we can stop beating around the bush here um <laughs> we're gonna be discussing parody and spoof movies i'm sure if you're our age or millennial age, probably you are very familiar with the onslaught <laughs> of parody movies that came out in the 2000s, specifically Scary Movie being like the first and best. Um, and then that whole franchise and like objectively all the other random ass fucking movies like Vampires Suck and Dance Flick and like Superhero <laughs> Movie date movie disaster movie all those fucking things epic movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like i feel like it's really weird that that was like such a huge genre during that time and now it's like i, I guess it's it's kind of just like become a different form but it's definitely not nearly like the same volume of content being produced like in that genre shaysa was saying that there's a difference between spoof and parody like she read about that so i don't know what the answer to that is but i feel like the difference is like a spoof is like vampire sucks and a parody is like this is the end or something where it's like or like comedy horror that makes fun of it like Shaun of the dead which i fucking hate that movie but like i feel like that's more of a parody and then a spoof is like what like a direct imitation yeah I don't know if that's I don't know. Accurate. Let's see. Can I say like the... Yeah, you can say the answer. <laughs> um, so I don't know the exact definitions for like each, but they kind of distinguish them by saying a spoof movie was like movies back in the day that were just like silly, like not making fun of anything in particular, like Monty Python and Airplane oh. and shit like that. So it's just like, oh, like, haha, like slapstick and like other types of humor which like are mentioned in the video that i watched about this which i'll uh, mention later but yeah and then parody movies are like making fun of things so like that it would be like vampire suck and scream and all that stuff all of those yeah so parody came after spoof and like spoof movies still existed between then um that time period until now even though they're very rare but yeah parody has started like i would say with scream not scream sorry Although that actually kind of was, but um, yeah, <laughs> with scary movie, scary movie, yeah. I feel like, like, so one thing I was thinking about was I'm like, why did it like start basically? And I feel like why it started is like, cinema still is like relatively new. What is it? A hundred years old now, just over a hundred years old. And so I feel like for a long time they were just we've been learning new things and like learning new genres and like different methods of storytelling and shit like that. And so finally by 2000 it was like we've had it for like a year. So they were like, okay, this has all been overdone now. So like let's just make fun of it. Like it's established enough where we can shit on it. And so it was really funny to like shit on it for a while. But then it's like okay I get the joke you know it's like when somebody's like keeps telling the same joke over and over and over it's like haha okay it was funny yeah. the first yeah. four times I feel like that's like why it right it out. becomes the same thing that they're making fun of yeah yeah for real <laughs> for real yeah I, I feel like to give my theory on why it's kind of like disappeared these days at least in the in the form that it was in the 2000s is like 
first of all, people are a lot more politically correct. And like, whether you like that or not, it's for the best in some scenarios. Like a lot of these movies, every single joke is just something offensive. Yeah. Like or at the expense of someone else. And like, yeah, when you look back at those, it's hard to like actually find humor in it. I mean, it's funny because it's like so fucking awful. And like, you can't believe that they said those things, but it's not actually like funny to watch. And plus, like, a lot of movies now are and TV shows are self-aware, and they they kind of, like, parody themselves at at times. Yeah, they, like, get ahead of the joke. Yeah, so, it, and, and also, like, because there's so much content now, it's kind of hard to, like, find things to parody that everyone would be familiar with, like, at the same level. That's like when Shaysel and I made that list of like what would the districts be that we talked about. <laughs> yeah, like it, like, it could be literally hard. so many things. Yeah, it was kind of hard to be like what would like make the cut and what w- what is like well known enough. Just because like there's stuff that like I think would be really well known, but that's just because of like the space I occupy. Yeah. Right, that is really well known. I don't know what did what what should uh, what did the video say that you watched Shaysel? <laughs> um. Okay, so, I mean, should I go into, like, should I go into it in, like, a general chronological order and we can, like, discuss here and there? Yeah, and then bring us to today. Yes, yes. Okay, so basically, in general, with the spoof genre, it, its overall form of comedy is heightened absurdism, which is, like, pretty clear. I honestly haven't watched very many of the older, more authentic spoof movies. Like, I've I've heard of Airplane. I've never seen it, but, like, this had... Airplane had a whole segment Do it, in this video. That, what? I've watched that when I was living in Oregon. That's like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Not I kind of like it. I kind of oh like it. God. I think every single joke, like literally every single joke in that is like racist, homophobic. Believe it. Like against women. Or I, I think, forgot the word for that. Misogynistic. <laughs> I, I think because I watched it when I was like in high school. Yeah. And okay, so it yeah. was like still funny. Yeah, and so now it's like I actually haven't watched it in a couple of years. But if I rewatched it, I probably would be like, "Oh my god, this is so bad." Yeah, I'm like, but, yeah, dude. so it's from the '80s. So I'm like, half of the references I don't understand, so it's not funny for those reasons either. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, I know everybody like lauds that movie like it's the best thing to come out of culture. I think <laughs> it probably was like one of the first kind of spoof movies, though. It sounds like, and so that's why. But was Blazing Saddles mentioned? I don't think so. Let me let me like look at it see if I saw a clip of it. Because I have a funny story about Blazing Saddles. I, I also found some history, and that was I don't, mentioned. Yeah, I actually, feel like. Oh wait, actually, it didn't like really talk about it. But you know how sometimes like during a video like this, they like in the background have. Oh yeah, yeah. Clip. They had clips of this, but they didn't really discuss it. They discussed it when they were like talking about general concepts. So I've seen it twice, but I have not actually watched it. And it the reason for that is I um the first time Chris and I hooked like kissed was <laughs> we were over and he was like we should watch Blazing Saddles and then we ended up like making out to that. Um and then like the but that was like yeah, that was like our first kiss, which was before like three years before we started dating. Um and so then the first time we hung out, like three years later, right before we started dating. He was like, we should watch Blazing Saddles. And I was like, I've never seen it because I didn't remember that. <laughs> and as we're sitting there watching it, I was like, oh, my God, this is what we watched last time. And we ended up <laughs> hooking up. And so then at the end of it, I was like, literally, is this like your movie? Like, is this like what you put on to hook up to? Like, Because um, I was like, I realized like halfway through the movie, but I didn't want to be like, last time I watched this, we made out because I didn't know if we were going to hook up. But he was like, oh, my God, no, like. Those are the only two recent times I've watched it. It's just a coincidence. I still have <laughs> never seen the movie, even though I've sat in front of it twice. <laughs> I love that. What a specific movie. Yeah. I know. I actually, if I don't know what they were referencing with it in the in the video, but I just looked it up and it has pretty good ratings. It was it got eighty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes and seven point seven on IMDb. From what I remember, like, the beginning that I did watch, it's pretty funny, but it's, like, it is, like, older humor, like. I'm remembering now that, like, 
they they did show clips of this because it was directed by Mel Brooks. And oh, I yeah. talked a lot about him when discussing spoof movies, even though I don't remember the other movies that they mentioned by him. He also, he made like a bunch of movies in the 70s. Um, he made, oh, he made Spaceballs. Yeah, he made a, a movie like parodying Frankenstein. Frankenstein? I don't know why I can't say that right yes, now. Yes, Young Frankenstein, I think. Yeah, and like Alfred Hitchcock movies um, and like a Sherlock Holmes parody. Interesting. Yeah. Oh my god, he made Jerry Neutron. Oh. What? Excuse Wait, isn't, me? Isn't that the guy that like is anti-Semitic? Or is that <laughs> someone see. else? I mean Or is that I Mel Gibson? I wouldn't put it past him. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've heard that about Mel Gibson, but I'm not sure. I could be confusing it with this guy. I'll look it up for Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks anti-Semitism. <laughs> okay, I don't think wait. Okay, yeah, no, I don't think that he now wait, look wait, up wait, Mel wait, Gibson. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. oh, yeah, it's definitely Mel Gibson. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, no shade, no, no hate to that Mel sucks. Brooks. He's he's cool. He's clean. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Mel Gibson. I guess I for know. now, maybe he has some shit we don't know about. That's fucking crazy. I didn't know that. Um anyways, so Oh, okay. So I didn't write much about spoofs because there was like I thought that wasn't as relevant. So yeah, heightened absurd absurdism is absurdism is the thing they really they weren't really yet making fun of like pop culture things like we've seen in so many parodies so like i would say at the first one which we already mentioned the first actual parody movie was probably like scary movie which was directed i don't know if it was also produced by them but it was definitely at least directed by the way brothers which i used yeah. to love them when i was a kid like i'd watch their show and also and i think i found their show because i really liked them in scary movie and scary movie what? too what show i think it was called the way brothers or something oh. like that um, but it? you've definitely I've... you've definitely seen them because you've seen have you seen like scary movie there are these guys yeah oh, are you gonna hold it up oh yeah 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 oh they're oh are i didn't the know white small... chicks yeah yeah they're in white chicks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i didn't know there's four of them yeah it's like i think yeah i think that's their that's either their dad or plays their dad on the show i can't remember oh wow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. Oh my god, no, it's just them two and the dad and the mom. I'm realizing. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah. So they like created scary movie, and I I think they only directed it. I found out that I didn't know this. Harvey Weinstein made all of those, produced all of those movies. Oh god, oh, of course he did. Wow. Like, and I'm thinking of all the fucking like, which I know was part of a parody at the time with these movies. But I'm thinking about all of just like the unnecessary boob shots and stuff. Oh. And yeah. how that, and now thinking, realizing that's Harvey Weinstein is like gross. And apparently, so the Wayne brothers like made Scary Movie, it was a hit. And then, like, nine months, and then they, and then right after they got like signed for the second movie, and they wanted the movie like done in nine months. So they had to write it quickly, which is like in this Jesus. video, they, yeah. And I know in this video, they explain that that's why Scary Movie 2 has less of like a plot and is more has a little bit more references to things to like kind of fill in the holes of the plot than oh. the first scary movie. Yeah. But he still said that it was like still like pretty good. And then with scary movie three and onward, it went to shit because the way in brothers asked for more money from the Weinstein family for these movies, but they were like, no. So then they were like, okay, well we're going to leave. And they did. And then even though scary movie three was like my introduction to those movies, it yeah, would always same. be on like, yeah, it would always be like on like TBS and shit on TV. So I would watch it. Um, God, I forgot about that channel. <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah, like, I guess they didn't work on those, which explains why they got progressively shittier, which is interesting. I saw that yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't heard of this movie until more recently, or maybe I did and I like completely forgot about it. I thought I had seen all of them. I didn't realize that in 2013, Scary Movie 5 came out with, with like Ashley Tisdale. I Oh, that rings a bell. Like I can picture the title screen or like the like DVD yeah. caliber or whatever. Like I can picture the giant five, but I definitely have never seen it. Yeah, yeah I definitely I haven't have. seen it either. I think I saw it on Netflix too. Um, so yeah, that was like the rise of parent movies. And also with scary movie in particular, they made it, they made it like a teen movie. So they focus more on like sex and drugs for, I mean, that was their explanation, which I guess like weirdly enough makes sense. And also in a perverted, weird pedophilic way makes yeah. sense, <laughs> of course. 
But they also still incorporated traditional methods that like spoof movies use, like misdirection, which I know like in my head I can conceptualize what that is, but I can't describe I can't explain the definition because I didn't like look up the definition. Do you guys know like how to explain misdirection? I think it's like kind of like almost like I feel like it's like a pun in action. Yes. Okay, that's that's how I see it in my like, head. I don't too. know how to like but I'll, yeah, I'll it's like it they'll be like, oh, like, oh my gosh, like my house is on fire or something. And the house is literally like on the fire or something like that. Like, I mean, that doesn't, that's stupid, but it's yeah. like that kind of thing where you're expecting to see one thing and it it's like displayed differently. It's Talk. okay, Jill, literally, what's it to you? The SpongeBob thing. Yeah. <laughs> where his name is, what's it to you? That'd be like misdirection. Because you think he, he's saying, what's it to you? And it's like, no, literally, my name is what's it to you? <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's it sets your mind and heart up to expect a certain action and then it's something entirely different. Okay. Interesting explanation. Um, so, yeah, I can't think of examples that like of this in parody movies. In parody movies, I did, I did write some other examples for like other comedy techniques that they, that they use in those. But also, when explaining... Uh, no, I'll wait till then. I was gonna explain like why it is that these movies got bigger during that time and then died down, but I gotta say that at the end. So then became that then started the era of these two directors, Friedberg, Friedberg. Actually, it's Friedberg, Friedberg and Seltzer. Friedberg. And, <laughs> and and this these guys are the ones that made like Vampire Suck and Date Movie, Epic Movie. They didn't make superhero movie, I don't think, but like disaster movie like all of those things were made by them and i guess they just like completely removed any any sort of actual like comedy technique and just filled it with as many references as possible for absolutely no reason like there'd be no there'd be no reason for like hellboy from whatever that movie is (laughs) oh my god to, to come out and yet he was just like randomly there or like just stupid shit like that or like adding in Britney Spears just because like in meet the Spartans, the movie that's like making fun of 300. Yeah. Why was like, she there shaped? It was just cause she had just shaved her head. Exactly. Like, okay, <laughs> let's be insensitive and not even make sense for the plot. No. Right. Exactly. And they, all of the movies, this guy in the video was like really heated about these movies and just these two directors, how in every movie, like the joke structures were kind of the same where it'd be setup, punchline, beat, punchline, which I don't know what the beat necessarily, I can, I don't really know what that entails in a typical joke, but like an example in Vampire Suck is you see like Edward and Bella talking and he's texting on his phone and then it looks away and you see a girl in a ditch, which I'm assuming beforehand, maybe he put her in the ditch. I don't fucking know. A girl in a ditch, but like alive. And then it looks back at him and then he throws the phone and it hits her head. So it's like you like ruin the joke for yourself. Like if we shouldn't have seen the girl ahead of time. And the guy in this video explained that it's because they could idiot proof the movie that way. It's like, haha, you can't miss this joke because I'm explaining it to you before uh, I even do it. It's like shoved which is in so your face. true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like the guy in the video was also saying like he can appreciate some like low level humor and stuff, but this was just like literally had no point. Um, and how, for example, date movie, all of these movies were so offensive in many, many ways. But like, I remember I used to watch these movies and like I found them funny when I was a kid. But like, obviously, then I I rewatched some of them more recently in the past like two years. And I was like, oh god, one, these are <laughs> obviously so bad, and two, like this is just not not good like yeah not good it's so offensive and yeah this whole movie is just like fat phobic as fuck it's just like making her seem like she's yeah it's just like the whole thing is like oh she's unlovable because she's fat until she stops being fat and then she's like lovable and worthy that like literally is like um early mtv like all those reality shows they just were like constantly (laughs) like well you're fat it's like what like 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 I feel like like 2005 was like peak fat phobia. Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. For real. Because it was um, like, I mean, people are still fat phobic, but now it's more like people will be like, don't be fat phobic. Back then it was just like unchecked. No, right. For real. It really yeah. was. And also these movies had like just, I don't know 
why, but they all had like really high production values too. And I think it's because they were all made by the Weinstein family, like literally up to Scary Movie <laughs> 5 and everything, which was in oh 2013. Yeah. So they made all of those, which is fucking crazy to me. They actually mentioned the Hungover Games in this too, which I'll talk a little oh bit about. God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, I don't know if it still is. This video was made 10 months ago and I don't know if he was saying like, if this really was the all time list or what he was looking at, but he made it seem like it was. He's talking about the IMD, like worst movies list. And number one was disaster movie. I haven't checked to make sure, but that's like, damn. And in that movie, they're just, just like in many others, they're just mashing pop culture references together just because for no other, for no reason. Like I wrote down some of the people that they included in there. There's Hellboy, Hannah Montana, Kung Fu Panda, (laughs) Dr. Phil, Batman, and like so many other people that I haven't even mentioned. And they just add them in because it's just like, surprise, like this reference that you know, and that in itself isn't funny. I've never seen that movie. What is it? Like, is it like an end of the world movie? I think so. Yeah. I, I've definitely seen it, but I can't remember much about it. And he also said that like these movies were basically, this is like a really good way to describe them. And it, it really is this just constant instant gratification. It's just like, oh, here, reference and another reference. Yeah. And you know this. And yeah, like we're just going like, to not make any sense. We just give you little spurts of like very, I don't know, not intriguing necessarily, but just stimulating things happening it makes me think literally of the way that like tiktok is and just other forms of yeah. social media and stuff well yeah, yeah. Th- i feel like that's another reason why these things ha- like yeah. why this genre has gone away is because all these like those types of movies would do b- so much better if there was just like a vine for like each scene you know right like it's it doesn't make sense as a movie anymore yeah, right true and i have things to say too about how like the internet is a big part and social media is a big part of the reason why spoof movies or oh, I guess spoof or parody movies don't really happen now because it just like almost wouldn't make sense with the way that we do things now. But before that, I'll talk about the hungover games. They also talked about this and how this movie came pretty late in the game. This came out in 2013, which I guess I'm pretty sure scary movie five did too, but this was, was like, I'm pretty sure the last one that we know of unless there were like smaller ones that have come out and it could have been an opportunity to like parody other parody movies or something and reflect on that era. Cause it had been a good amount of time since those movies were coming out, but instead they didn't really do that at all. They just still mashed pop culture references together and had like unnecessary constant nudity, like with like the, whatever the one that was like naked. <laughs> naked women was quality. the whole thing. Yeah. 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 So shit like that. And I did not know about this. I think actually the last like parody spoof movie that was actually like produced by some higher level company was Logan Paul made a movie. I didn't know this. Ew. <laughs> yeah. It's called Airplane Mode and it came out in 2019 and it was gonna it was like supposed to be set for like a big theatrical release and it didn't because that was around the time when he did the thing where he like went to the suicide forest. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so he like lost that that film good. deal, whatever. Yeah, no, good. I do, good. I do like to see like direct consequences of that because it's like how is he still he's still famous? right yeah proof that cancel culture isn't real right no right so i am happy that they did that but it's still i guess like came out on itunes and stuff and it's basically just a bunch of family guy and south park humor i guess no yeah and again just like nonsensical for like absolutely no reason apparently the guy describes it i don't know if he means this in like a an ironic way or an analytical way or if like sincerely it's supposed to be like this but like he said that it was just was all very nihilistic and they oh. just include random shit like there was a clip of just like ants fucking just like oh. ants <laughs> fucking for no reason no yeah yeah so they were like trying to recreate that parody era and obviously like not that you could do that well but like they somehow made it worse supposedly oh my god, oh my god. yeah they somehow failed at like making <laughs> a bad movie yeah no for real um, I feel like can I yeah add something I feel like kind of what you're saying of like it just wouldn't make sense to have parody movies now I feel like you're totally right because it's like this was before the internet was really big and now we have like memes I was like to say yeah. holds yeah. the same like cultural position that like parody movies did like now we just like make memes about it right right like what I wrote down about how 
like the internet's role in all of this is that the media is so responsive to what's happening in pop culture that there's just like no reason. Like the second that an episode comes out of something and it can work as a meme template, people make it like literally within like a day. It's like your feed is flooded with all different versions of the same meme. So yeah. They didn't mention this specific part, but I think I think in big part it's the fact that we just like there's no demand for it. There's no reason we already have memes occupying that, like making fun of pop culture thing constantly going. But also it's happening at such like a crazy rate constantly in the same way that microtrends are that it's impossible to even make a spoof movie. In the time that it's made, there will have been like literally yeah. at least like a hundred <laughs> new jokes or some shit of like yeah. pop culture shit. Right. It's interesting yeah. to me though, because there there are still like certain types of parodies like slash spoof movies and not movies but i guess more tv shows now because i know what we do in the shadows is like i love that show true and that's like a mockumentary and there's also that other new netflix show that just came out with Kristen, oh, what's her name? In, like the yeah, the woman Kristen across Bell. the street from the woman in the window, or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> the train, whatever. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm very interested to see how that show specifically does because what we do in the shadows, I think, is over now. Oh my god, Jill, that's like that's like a really good point. I mean, I know they're also, I know they still do like spoof e kind of stuff. I can see how what we do in the shadows would be more than this, but even like that mo- that show that Danny McBride's in the. Oh, righteous something. Yeah, the righteous. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, yeah, but I can see how what we do in the shadows is definitely more spoofy. I've never watched it, and I like want to, but yeah, oh, I've never fuck. seen it. Almost even like The Office. Yeah, yeah, like that type of show where they're just like very self-aware. I feel like is what it's like now. Yeah. Right. Except that this Netflix show is not like that. I'm really interested in that. I haven't watched it yet, and I would like to at some. I don't, I don't really feel totally drawn to it but i want to because i want to see in terms of just like analyzing pop culture stuff and it's interesting because even just based on the title i don't think that it's being i don't think that it was made anywhere near the same way that parody movies were but it's the closest thing to having some sort of mashup thing like that like think about all those movies that are like the 41 year old version that (laughs) did this and john tucker must die like whatever like Oh, yeah. no slander to that movie but you know just including like random shit together or like sweet life that's on so deck. sweet life of on deck. Yeah, yeah yeah that shit so this is like the closest thing i've seen to that in a long time so we'll see i mean it's doing well but i don't know if it's doing well objectively or if it's doing well because like people are just watching it you know yeah i have watched a couple episodes and do you like it i mean it's okay i feel like it- it's hard for it to not be the exact same story as those two things that it's trying to be. And like, because of that, I'm like, I'm not very interested because I saw both of those movies and read the one book. So I'm like, this is like kind of played out for me at this point, but it's, it's also like, it's definitely trying to be like serious. Like there, I can tell that it's supposed to, that it's supposed to be like underlying. Like if you, if you had seen these other things, you would know that it's supposed to be a joke but if you hadn't seen it like you i think you would take it seriously pretty much oh really yeah but it's is it really still tra- it's really interesting is it still trying to be like a comedy though like do you think it's like leaning too far into trying to be serious i mean it's de- it definitely like seems like it's the same tone as those other two like that's movies so weird yeah like it, the comedy is like very subtle like it, there's no it, it's like not meant to like come off that way i feel like to like on the surface level interesting yeah yeah because like literally that title alone is like oh that's a parody yeah right Right. i know and like i saw people tweeting like people aren't realizing that this is a parody and i'm like i feel like if if you hadn't known what those other two things are you probably wouldn't think it's a parody yeah true true Those are my thoughts on <laughs> that. Is that is all I have on the analysis of parody movies and spoof movies? Was there something else? I feel like you were like, oh, I have to say that. Oh, was it the social media thing? Yes, I think yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I feel like I never really like got into those movies. I I don't know. I think like just like the people I hung out with never like watched them, and I was never like let's watch them. And so like the first time I ever saw a scary movie was like when I was in high school. Like, I, like, didn't, and I feel like the best time to, like, watch those is, like, when you're, like, in middle school thinking that you, like, like, oh, I'm too good for all these jokes, so let me watch something that's making fun of it. Yeah. 
even though it's like absolutely very it's very adult yeah very adult but i feel like that's why it's like appealing to teens because it feels like like raunchy right and so it's like oh my god i can't believe i'm watching this right now this is so scandalous and then now that we're like adults it's like this joke isn't funny because we were making that joke at like 16 right Uh, yeah yeah which is it it is crazy yeah that it's that's so adult and that's why teenagers teenagers watch it but then it makes it not even appealing to adults because it's like (laughs) yeah haha like these like very normal things yeah these they actually described um when i talked about scary movie in this video they they talked about how it directly followed like national lampoon and how that was like loud and crude and it wanted to build on it which is why they like you know added more sex and more drugs or whatever to appeal to teens but it's it's interesting these movies look i mean it's crazy it's so crazy to think of because like i would like to think that the person i am does not reflect that i was like this child but I used to love those movies so much. Literally every (laughs) single one of those movies, except for like maybe very niche ones that I haven't heard of. I would watch like all of them. Second, they came out in theaters. I'd be like, hell yeah. Like new scary movie, new disaster movie, new epic movie, whatever. And I don't know why. And I would always watch them whenever they were on TV (laughs) and just by myself, it was just a, an individual choice to do that. (laughs) I feel like it like appealed to you, like wanting to be older because it was like a lot of adult jokes that makes so much sense yeah because i first watched scary movie through when i was in third grade and ever since oh then god. i really liked them oh my god that's really young to be watching these movies i know i'm thinking about it and i'm like damn that's crazy yeah because the first no oh my god the first time i watched it ever was in second grade it was when i lived in chicago so i was how old i, I was like seven or eight how how who did you watch it with how did that come by myself oh my god (laughs) how did you have like find it i think i mean i was scrolling on tv and it was always on tbs like specifically scary movie three so i found it and it was like it was yeah and it was still like pg-13 and then whenever i and then whenever it was on i liked it i also liked it because it was like it actually scared me at certain points i like to do anything that i wasn't like supposed to be doing in that nature like (laughs) oh i shouldn't be a kid watching something scary because then i'll get scared and i'm like fuck you and i'm gonna do it yeah (laughs) and i feel like that makes so much sense why you would like these movies yeah right right it actually makes complete sense in a very weird way (laughs) i did used to also um like them i don't know if i would say like loved but i did watch a lot of them they were just like very much i don't know it was, it was just like a it was literally the culture <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I think the one this is sparta that's the one like that i watch like watched and like enjoyed and like me and my friends would quote because i remember the britney spears part i know i watched <laughs> I watched that one a lot and I can't remember why. Do you guys hear this dog right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chase, I'll can explain that in a second. Like, where are its owners? Are they dead? No, I oh my mean, god, the dog's just barking over all, its owner's corpses. A wellness for, check. For a long period of time. For a long period of time I didn't hear it and I was like, oh that's weird. And then I started hearing it again the past like week to week and a half. And I'm like, oh my god! It I wonder a if it's like less now, but I wonder if it's like their family member's dog, so it doesn't always live with them, but it will like but stay with them. Why? Why would it be here this often? I feel True. like if anything, it's it is their dog, and sometimes they take it to their family members. True. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's crazy. Well, it should right? stay there. Yeah. No, for real. It's it's so annoying. I feel bad for it, but also I'm like, chill, um, bro. <laughs> remember the, when that chicken Peabody had a, her like oh, emotional support animal and it would bark? Yeah, second semester, she was on my floor. She would have her yeah. like dog in her dorm and it would bark nonstop. I I literally reported it to the yeah, because um, she also fuck, was what are they called the people? Yeah, so she didn't need to live in the dorm. She wanted to, which I like. Okay, like she wanted that experience. But if you 
if it's that distressing that you need like an emotional support animal and your emotional support animal is miserable go live at home yeah right yeah so I like reported her and like a bunch of other people did too because it would just like nonstop bark for like hours and hours and hours and so she like like damn you were far down the hall that bitch was like a couple rooms down from me damn yeah like oh my god I can't fucking take a nap like yeah exactly it was just always barking Oh, yeah. Peabody. Oh, yeah, that Peabody. was full of characters. <laughs> no, it really fucking was. <laughs> God, that... I, I've been thinking about it more recently since you sent that picture, Jill, that cursed-ass picture. I, yeah. And it's like, we were literally like, what was that? It looks like we were living in like a, like an old haunted hotel. I know. Like, I always said cool. it, gives, it gives shining vibes. It's, it really does. Like, the thought of being hotel. a freshman and having to come home to that, I mean, it was normal for us, but like, damn, that shit was cursed. Literally. <laughs> Walking across that, like, the the marching band field first of all and then going down the stairs and like walking across that bridge and then all the way up a giant hill yeah was oh so my scary. God, yeah. we <laughs> literally much. would like go i would need like a walking stick to like for real i would run home like, like many times cold too <laughs> yeah uh, the horror i know we were tortured yeah, we were basically. Do, did I ever? I don't know if I told you guys this or someone else this like relatively recently. Do you guys know why I was like why I even lived in Peabody? Why I even ended up there? No. Were you in an LLC or whatever the fuck it was called? Yeah, I, I was. But I, this is why. Like, oh, because I was in the Environment LLC, which is yeah, so. that's how that's how you guys all got in there. And I like okay, so there was this girl that that like messaged me on the Facebook group and wanted to be my roommate she was our age she started like a a semester early or something so she was technically going to be like a sophomore when I moved in and there were only two LLCs that allowed sophomores and freshmen to live together so I did the research and I figured out that Compass was one of them which was the third floor of Peabody and then a week before moving in she tells me or two weeks before moving in she like kind of ghosts me and then text me saying that like her mom she was like she lived like kind of around but not in oxford just like another nearby town and that her mom like was forcing her to stay home or something oh my so God. she bailed so i ended up in P- which i'm so glad i did so glad i did obviously because i met you guys but yeah i ended up there because like i tried to find a place for both of us to live and then she bailed <laughs> oh my god <laughs> a true chaselle literally yeah. moment <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that sucks <sighs> but yeah i, had- I mean at least yeah, you met us, but That's true. like also Peabody right. was like the shittiest dorm. It really yeah. was. And like other people were I guess not freshmen really, but like other people were living in nicer dorms and it's like damn. Also yeah. how Miami showed us the nicer dorms like on the tours. I know. They, they made it seem like that was the standard. That was literally it wasn't a big reason, but that was literally in my reasons of like going to Miami. Yeah. 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 Like, wow, it's like Zoe one oh one here. Oh exactly God. exactly Literally. Lies. i had to wait a whole year to live in those dorms right and then by that point you're just like why the fuck do i still live in a dorm i know i'm <laughs> like this i yeah then my sophomore year dorm was literally right next to the dumpster on the first floor I so i would that. be woken up by that at 3 a.m like the most terrifying noise of a dumpster being thrown onto the ground <laughs> oh my god wonderful it was right there tim remembering like going in through the yeah. back door to get to your room it was literally right by our like, window like yeah people I, yep the, people would say hi through the, the, the window right there <laughs> like the workers. <laughs> oh my god hi <laughs> like, oh, hello. <laughs> my desk was right there right. fancy seeing you here yeah <laughs> like um hey <laughs> hello Hello. <laughs> Hello. Literally you at 3 a.m. when they would like fucking drop the. <laughs> Hello. Classic. Guys, there is uh when Allie comes over soon, she's telling me I've heard of like simulator games, but I like have never actually seen one or anything. And she told me that there's like a bunch of random ones and we found one that's a drug oh. dealer simulator. Oh. So what? she got it and we're gonna play it when she like, comes on a computer. Power or on- yeah, on a computer. We were talking about the power washer one. Yeah. Have you uh, there's it? one? No, but I've watched Markiplier play it and I watched him play a Markiplier- gas station. He did. He did gas station. I saw that come up, and he did one for the drug dealer thing too. Oh, really? Yeah. The gas station one. I'm like, this actually looks fun as fuck. So I. <laughs> what are you just like 
go get gas. No, you like run a gas station. Oh. And so you like pump gas for people, but you also like fix the gas station up. And like, it's just like kind of like, I don't know. It's like almost like township, but just a gas oh. station. <laughs> I fuck with I'm that. Like, yeah, I love that type of shit. Wait, I like watched like a little preview of a video on YouTube the other day. And this girl was just like, my childhood was full of me going on virtual worlds. Like, oh? <laughs> literally same. That was my whole Okay, childhood. true though. Club true. Penguin, VMK, Neo Okay, Pets. true. Oh, um, I loved Neo like matters. I loved Zwinky, IMV. Oh, like- yeah. I know. I'm like, let me like talk to some people on here. Exactly. I wanted to like talk to people. Omegle or Omegle. Oh I've, I've always called it Omegle. That was the scariest um, thing though. Dude, I know. Like literally, I can't believe this, but so well, the first time like we really went on, it was me, Sarah, and our other friend mandy um and we went on and there was this i'm losing my train of thought fuck oh there were these like british guys it was i think either two or three of them and like they talked to us for a while they were 18 and we were like and we like add each other on facebook and we like quote unquote dated Oh my like God. that was like old why did you? That literally we were... the exact same scenario happened to me also. no shut <laughs> up shut up we were either 12 or 13 so oh like my God. it's bad <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god ew at these guys what if it was know. the same ones oh my god i honestly would <laughs> i would believe it. one of the guys if i'm remembering correctly had kind of like side swept the hair like hair like, the yeah. swoopy hair yeah <laughs> Honestly, I swear one of them were. had like a mole, like a visible mole. <laughs> I, I literally, I mean, I could be, I could, I, my brain could be wanting to like make this up right now, but it very well could be. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you had the same thing. That's their MO, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Literally serial daters. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was just like. That's when the internet was like the wild, wild west. Like, there were just like was. no regulations. Like it was just a fucking free for all. Yeah, before like ads were everywhere. Also, dude, I know. Yeah, miss those days. The good old days. <laughs> Every time that I see a website that's like just fucking slapping you in the face with ads again, I still, it's finally getting to a place for me where I'm like, okay, it's normal. But for the for literally the entirety of my life, I still was hanging on to that idea of webs- of just like random websites just being normal. And every time I'd see an ad or those like fucking ads that are like, "You won't believe what this onion did," or, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> or like this this breakfast will empty your bowels. Yeah. And it's like an egg and an avocado. There's literally just like ways to lose a hundred pounds in twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah, right. I love those ads. They're so funny. <laughs> doctors hate her (laughs) yeah right (sighs) why the fuck did i bring that up oh we're talking about ads yeah well i yeah now i use an ad blocker so i don't like see a lot of them oh really nice on your tv though oh no on my like computer and my laptop oh yeah it's the only way to live yeah but some websites are like, you need to enable your ad blocker because, like, this shit needs, like, that, I don't know, like, addicting games. I had to, like, allow. Yeah. I was, like, playing. Oh, yeah. Because it, like, doesn't work for some game. reason. Yeah. Otherwise. It's, like, they basically run off of an ad Yeah, software. like, the website, the website itself, like, is an ad. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> so they're, like, uh, you need to let us be fucking ratchet, please. So I'm, like, fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, I know I want to talk about this so we went to the field museum today this is so random but like if 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 we're not talking about the parody thing anymore or anything i could talk about this i wanted to bring it up yeah, to you guys I, and like people can listen i think um, we got centerville <laughs> okay um so we went to the field museum me and Allie today and it was interesting like well we were high naturally i'm still coming off the edible right now <laughs> as i told y'all and um we we got there and it's just like weird it's just like completely silent and i'm not i've been to a lot of museums in chicago in the past year and like none of them have this vibe but this one just felt like eerie from the start and like they did the thing where like they took pictures of us like they yeah. were like here stand in front of here and we didn't want one ali and i were like <laughs> fuck but we need to say no but then she was like you guys want a picture i promise you can do it like 
of Lajia oh. pushing it. And I was like, let's just do it. And Allie and I, we didn't look at the pictures afterwards, but we just awkwardly stood there with our coats on and our masks on. She was like, you want to take it off? We're like, no. Oh my God. <laughs> then we get past and we're going up to the register to get tickets. And I don't know if today was like a free day or something. I mean, I'm not complaining about this, but I'm pulling out my student ID to show like, oh, like I can get a discount, whatever. And then she just like hands two tickets and doesn't say anything. And we're like, okay, thank you. And then we see the guy behind us like a minute later also get another ticket. So I don't I know, know. Sometimes they do like residents of Chicago get in for free. Oh, that might be what it is. So it could be that. Maybe. And like, if yeah, I don't know. Weird. Because I didn't have to like show anything. I guess I did at the front for the vax and like ID check thing, but weird. Um, And then we get in and we're like by the bathroom and this guy, I guess, like got the wrong pot from a machine and he just like goes up to us and he's like, do you guys want like a Diet Pepsi? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really want this. And Allie loves like, I know she loves Diet Coke. So I'm assuming she also like to an extent like Diet Pepsi. So it felt like this weird, like, here are all these gifts to come. Yeah. Like free of, ticket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like some fucking Willy Wonka shit. Oh my God. <laughs> and, then, and then we get in and we start by like, looking at like, they have like mummies and shit. And I haven't been to the field museum since I was a kid. And even when I was a kid, I, I was reflecting back on how I felt today and how I felt then. And for sure, in both situations, I felt this like eerie feeling because even as a kid, I knew that there was something was off because I could feel it. And with seeing it again, just like being in a room with like actual dead bodies and the fact that they're from ancient Egypt and the fact that like they most likely ethically don't have the proper rights to having those things there. And apparently like they weren't, there weren't that many, but there were some, there was like one kid and like maybe one other one that was unwrapped because apparently like in the, up until the eighties, people would still museums, including this museum would like unwrap them sometimes instead of preserving them to like, oh inspect them, the, to see what it looked like. Literally is basically what it said is like, just to see what it looked like. Oh my God. And, and it even opening up the- a present. Right, right. At, at the bottom of it, it even said, this one might have even been opened here. Oh, I was like, okay. Shout like, out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Welcome to the cursed building. Yeah, literally. I was like, okay. Fucking, I feel like I'm- That was a warning. Like, literally. No, <laughs> literally. Literally. And then we go up, and it's, like, more populated, so it feels less weird. This was all in the basement, but is where there was a bathroom, too, and that I sent you guys on Snapchat. Um, There was, like, a little- I think it was like Mexican art thing um, installation, but it was in the women's bathroom, and it was right above, the, right can. above the trash can. <laughs> yeah, like, like what the fuck? Crime, <laughs> real estate. Yeah, for real. Like Jesus Christ, this is a fucking hate crime. And then, <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah. And then we like go upstairs, and we're so fucking high. And this like person comes up to us, and she's like, "Do you need help?" And she was helpful, but she just like was too much in the moment. She was like an older lady fully explained we just asked how to get to certain like stairs she fully explained so you see these birds up here you follow them all the way down you see the birds go that way you follow that and then you see that color like all this shit and oh, like, my, oh god. my god like, lady just stop. say walk in that direction <laughs> yeah for real like please stop talking to me right now i don't want to make eye contact with you right now please so whatever we like go up and we start seeing different exhibits and the whole time i just had these like heebie-jeebies which when i told lynn that i went today she was like, that place gives me the creeps. And I was like, dude, I was literally thinking that the entire time. Also, it's a full moon tonight. So. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, ooh, right. I've been actually I need to do a reading. The mummies are coming out. Yeah. The mummies God. are watching it's you. It's the museum no, out that's here. That's scary. Oh, my God. I hope they know that, like, I'm not a bad person. Not <laughs> they were <laughs> like, oh, she's chill. It. Yeah, she's chill. It's fine. She's cool. But then they had this. There was so much there that was like, hmm, this feels wrong and like morally <laughs> ambiguous. Like a lot, of, literally a lot of it. We we're like, I wonder how they got the rights to this, you know, like yeah. shit like that. So it made everything feel a little icky. And then there was this section of this, they called it a work of art in quotation marks. Maybe that in itself is implying that it's not given the context, but it was like these sculptures of people of different races and they called it like, I don't know, like maybe the art of the human race or like all the something about the human races. That Lucy picture. Dude, I know, I know. I thought it was gonna be real. real I was like, I'm gonna submit it to the field museum. (laughs) Like, guys, this is what Lucy would look like if she lived now. I think it would be a good (laughs) literally. Yeah, put a wig on her. The yassified Lucy. You should put a bra on her for real. It was kind of uncomfortable. Her titties. (laughs) I know. Fried's not comfortable. I found that's not even real Lucy though. 
It's, oh, a, it's like a remake. I know. No, that's her. It's the remix. <laughs> it's the re- it's they the found remix. they found the literal first person. Yep. <laughs> and they have it in Chicago. Wait, I have yeah, something. Honestly. I have something cursed to share with you about the the field museum that I know. A random fact. <gasps> Can I like? Yeah, tell. Keep telling. Can I say more? The okay. Stuff you saw because I want to see if you mention it first. Okay, let me see if I can look up this this installation thing. So apparently, this woman was recruited in the nineteen third, like nineteen thirty three or some shit like that, to create this like different sculptures of different races. And I couldn't like oh, quite love to see. <laughs> yeah, that. already wasn't oh. that when like, <laughs> she was white? Wasn't that like... way, unless that was ob- if that wasn't obvious enough? Yeah. Well, wasn't that when they were like, uh. They would go and fuck. What was that shit called? Where they were like, it was like racist, and they made like made up genetic facts. Basically, they were like, oh, because black people's skulls are shaped like this. Oh. It's just like evidence that they're stupid. Or Fucking something. phrenologists. Yeah, yeah. Was, it's yeah. like I feel like that was like pretty. That was still around, like in the 30s. So, okay, I I pulled up. So like this whole exhibit, it's it's about like. It's a literal. I'm looking it up online. It's called "Looking at Ourselves: Rethinking the Sculptures of Melvina Hoffman." So good. At least it's being questioned. Yeah, it's being questioned. But the way it questioned it was so cringe. Like it made it worse. It made it very white neoliberal. Like Uh, not actually caring. Yeah. So apparently, in the early 1930s, the Field Museum commissioned the sculptor to create these things. um, Who trained under August Rodin, who traveled to many parts of the world for an uplook an up-close look at the racial types our sculptures are meant to portray. So, um, okay, yeah, so the, the exhibit, I guess, was deinstalled thirty years, more than 30 years later when people were like, what the fuck about it? But 50 of her sculptures are back on display with a new narrative. In looking at ourselves, we're thinking of the sculptures of Melvina Hoffman. It closely examines the nuance and beauty that defines the person and, inspira- and inspiration behind each sculpture. But like, mm. no, I know it's still racist. No, it's still racist, and they and they just like they had a little like pro- projected video talking about how the history of it, and like how it was created, and how it was created with a different. It was created with the idea of also showing that some races were superior, um, because of <laughs> fucking course it was, and they were talking about how like, but that's not our view of it today. And then they they had a little section that was like. I can't remember what it said, but it was implying like behavior shapes us, not race. Like just being over the top in a like in a way that's like you don't, you're actually missing the point type of thing. At the yeah. end of this projection, like of this video that they had projected, they literally had a moment of silence. Oh, they had a minute long moment of silence, and I'm like, this is this is giving what? it's it's worse than this for sure. But it's like a similar energy as the celebrities making that video at the beginning of the pandemic. Like, it's the same type of thing. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Well, it's and it's also like, okay, they're like, well, this was made like and it was like pretty racist and intent, but we don't mean it that way. It's like, okay, that's like somebody being like, um, I I have a swastika necklace, but I don't mean it that way. Right. It's like, like no, 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 no. Or people like, with the Confederate flag where like that. it represents something different. It's not about slavery, whatever. Like, yeah, shut it's up. like we can't just like rewrite history here. Right, right. I mean, we can because we, we do it every day, but Right. Um I'm curious to know what the fact Jill knows, but oh, were yeah. there more exhibits you wanted to mention, Chaseau? No, that's like that's like basically just a lot of besides that very like specific one, they were all just like this is questionable with it being here type of thing. Yeah. All right. Did you happen to see some lions? Actually, I didn't. You didn't? Oh my god! Because no. all these things say that they're the most popular thing there. Really? Are they like alive? Or are they like stuffed? Um, no, they are stuffed. But they were alive. They were real. Which I guess is what stuffed usually is. Yeah. True. <laughs> but these lions, um, they killed like thirty-five people. Which oh, what? I know I which lions to, those are. I listened to a story that. It was it was on the podcast National Park After Dark. They talk about podcast or podcasts. They talk about national park like stories, people being attacked by animals, like being abducted, murdered, like missing people, all this shit. And they talked about this national park in 
Africa where these lions like reportedly had killed like over a hundred people actually like they terrorized this town and killed all these rail workers like people were just dying like literally every day they were struggling like so hard to get rid of the lions like actually help people and save them before they could be killed but like the lions you know how lions are they just like they're like cats where they can sneak up behind you like so quietly and this was like in Okay, yeah, this was in the 1800s, so you can imagine that, like, people were very, very vulnerable to being attacked by lions during that time. Well, (laughs) I learned about that in one of my classes, actually, because it's not natural for lions to attack humans. That's just, like, not who they would go after. And so it was, like, a study on, like, why did this happen? And so it was actually two brother lions, and it was only them. So, and usually, like, females do the hunting, so it already, like, upset their, like, hunting instincts. And they, like, the way that their habitat got, like, fucked, they, like, didn't really have any other resources, so all they could do was hunt humans, and so it literally, like, not to, like, victim blame, but it's because, like, they literally had nothing else to eat, and so that's why they, like, resorted to eating humans, and, like, damn, but that, like, gave, like, lions a bad name for a long time, because they're, like, oh my god, they eat humans, it's, like, no, that was, like, a really, like, fucked up, like, freak thing that's, like, not normal. Eventually, they did, obviously, kill the lions yeah Um, yeah but isn't that really strange that they have like literal man-eating lions on display that's so yeah dude everything (laughs) everything about that museum like yeah i never go to to museums and think like yeah like the only thing i've ever felt at a museum typically or something similar to a museum is at zoos which even then like i don't feel that way it's just like I obviously I understand like Nikki we've talked about it before and like I completely yeah. agree with what you've said about how like they do a lot to help animals and all that stuff so like I'm cool with them there's just like that it, that initial reaction of like oh no like they're in a cage or some shit you know like there's always that like yeah. small tiny reaction of that and that's it that's like the the extent of the discomfort that I typically feel or like oh if something's like creepy but it's because in the museum science industry they have like the human nerve system shit like that but this felt like this is morally ambiguous type of icky and was like weird (laughs) yeah Yeah. well i feel like it's like how like when you go to like a shitty zoo and you're like these animals are not properly cared for like exactly it just feels like it's like like i feel like the field museum is like older and so like newer museums like i mean it still like will sometimes like get shit like will still cultural artifacts from other cultures but like i feel like it's more monitored and doesn't happen quite as often and i feel like the field museum like built up when that was really common so that's why it like feels like icky it's like agreed and like now they have it so they don't like give it up but it's like oh how did you guys actually acquire this i definitely agree wait just remember when we went to the uh torture museum (laughs) oh my god I want to go oh, to no, that. was it in Amsterdam? So yeah. Well, I I vaguely remember, but I don't remember. I, I, okay, I, I remember. It, it was now. like really subpar. <laughs> it really was. And I thought it was going to be more, and it wasn't. Yeah. It was disappointing. Ellie and I, I were talking want- about how we want to go to a medieval torture museum that's coming to Chicago. Oh. Oh, my God. Can I go with when you go? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. When my family and I, we used to like once a year go up to the Wisconsin Dells, um, which is like basically my parents describe it as like, family-friendly vegas which is like so true (laughs) True. it's just like the perfect tourist trap um and we all would get to pick one thing that we like because there's four kids like so one person would choose mini golf we there's this one place called wizard quest which was like dope as shit um but one year i was like okay torture museum that's my choice because even (laughs) as like an 11 year old i was like that just sounds dope let's look (laughs) and literally my family was like no Oh. I was like, that's my choice. And they were like, no. And so I've never been. So I like, that's like childhood. I need to heal that childhood trauma. Yeah. <laughs> For real. That I never got to go. For real. So maybe that will, when that medieval no, yes, torture museum Absolutely. Comes. We'll make a plan out of it. I have no idea when it opens or anything, but yeah, we'll plan something. It's just so interesting to me. Like, I think it's the same reason why I like, like horror and stuff is like, just like, how did people come up with this like this is so like i 
this is so fucked how they like have like a machine that like you know like stretches you you yeah. lay down and they like, like stretch you, you from your side like like how did you came think up of with that? that yeah or like the iron maiden like they're like let's just make like this thing full of spikes and then smash somebody in it it's like insane. that's like so fucked up like, it's so fucked up just kill them oh my god yeah all right everyone well that's our episode today um thanks for listening we love you guys you can listen to us every other tuesday on spotify and apple podcasts um follow us on twitter and instagram at that's kind of wavy and give us a review and please tell us us we're really pretty and cool and (laughs) we deserve it yeah and smart because you guys are yes yeah we love you. Bye. Bye.